pull up a seat, snuggle with your dog, cuddle with your kitty, put on your headphones as you nuzzle with your horse. You found Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. This show is for those interested in empowerment, empowering you to know what you know about your animals, the world, and everything in between. Now, here's the host of the Dr. Andy's World Radio Show, animal facilitator, Dr. Andy Harper. Welcome, everybody, to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show on Inspired Choices Network with my Dr. Andy. Um, I haven't talked about this in, in a while, so I thought maybe if we have some new listeners out there, you're wondering how, about how I came to be with you today. Um, and so I have a, a quick story. Um, as an animal chiropractor, I listen to stories from clients day in and day out. Um, from people that just blindly followed their veterinarian's advice only to watch health and vitality continue to fade. And for over the 15 years, I tried to provide as much information as possible at each individual appointment. And I only had a limited amount of time. And I was struggling with not enough time or energy to support each client the way that they required. Um, and I was getting more exhausted and more. And, and, and I wasn't just didn't want to give up on of empowering people to know what they know about their animals. And voila. Um, this way I can get all this information, all this different information that you're going to get from your veterinarian. Um, a lot of information that's 180 degrees of anything your vet could even think of um, out into the world over this you know, wonderful thing we call the internet that how did we ever live without it in the past is beyond me. Here I am, Dr. Andy on Dr. Andy's World Radio Show on Inspired Choice Work. So just a little bit of how I ended up here. And today's show, we are going to present, I guess, that's the right word. What is the key to naming your pet correctly? Um, and, and it's for all those pet owners out there that would like to be energetically congruent with their animal, um, in tune with their animal, um, you know, kind of vibing it, kind of, you know, the whole pack is working, you know, energetic and congruent. What's working for everybody involved, your animal and you? Um, and, you know, what if we discovered the key to naming your pet correctly with wrong or without having um, the pet maybe showing or behaving that doesn't work for everybody, which I have seen just because they didn't like it. And we'll go over that today in the show. And I've got stories. For all those listeners have come back again, thank you so much for coming back. I've got stories, right? That that's kind of what this show about. Um, and so, let's get to naming your pet correctly, and why what you name your pet is such a big deal. Go over today. Why is it a big deal, Dr. Andy? What's the big deal? I like this name. I named the dog. What what? Why do I even have to look at them? Well, why not? And why, if you keep or change a pet's name, is that a big deal? Like some people have about when they get a rescue animal, they always keep the name or they always change it. And we'll go over that later today. And can and will dictate behavior. I've seen it so often. And it's, it's one of the coolest, one of the easiest things to change. And oh, I also have... This is my interesting point of view, take it or leave it, but I do have one name that you never name a small animal, and we'll get to that. Um, and what is that one key to your pet? So 
if you're serious about wanting to be energetically congruent with your animals, stay tuned for the whole show. And if you want to go one step beyond listening and you want to come play with me today, there are you can join us in the chat room by going to inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. On the home top, click on chat room, follow the directions, and you can get a behind-the-scenes look what my producer and I are up to. Um, we're always, well, not always. Sometimes it's hard to type and talk, but there's usually chatting going on in the chat room, and you can participate there. You can submit questions and comments. I mean, you don't have to talk on the air. And, and then th for those, the rest of you that aren't afraid to speak up and be heard, you can call and we can we can chat. You can chat about your animals. You can chat about your animal's name. And in the U.S., that number is 818-880-8255. In Canada, it's 613-800-736. Or you can always use Skype at Inspired Choices Network. I'll hear from you. Um, so chat us, call on in. All right. Why is it a big deal what you name your pet? This is literally a daily conversation I have in my practice. And it is not something that I was even aware of, I don't know, probably the first 10 years of the 15, 16 years I've been doing this. And I Named my animals like I believe, you know, 95% of us name our animals. You are talking with the other person in the family or you have a list that you like, right? You like these names and you go through these names and you pick a name you like. You give it to the animal, we're done, right? No deal. Ah. Uh, but what is it? And it's probably the number one complaint of the animals that come to see me. A lot of times it's the first thing that they they want to share with me, that they energetically tell me. I need I don't like my name. I need a new name. I like something else for me better than my name. Those are about the three top things that they will start with. Um, and sometimes it's on the first visit, sometimes it's later on. But it is so common for these animals to energetically communicate that to me. And sometimes I have the conversation with their people, and sometimes I don't. Um, one of the more recent uh, interactions I had, it was I was at a it wasn't a new client, but it was a new dog, and I was working on the dog, and she has two cats, and the black cat walked by. I looked at the lady and go, you know, she doesn't like her name. <laughs> you know, I just jumped into the deep end of the pool there, and there was an you know energetic congruence that this woman could hear me. And she kind of looked at me funny, which I thought she would be a little more, quote unquote, open to the conversation. She just kind of looked at me funny and she goes, well, her name is Tiger Lily. I'm like, yeah, so I like it. <laughs> and she kind of went, okay. And that was the end of the conversation. And I'm like, well, I blew that one. She didn't want to hear that, you know. Okay, I wonder if she probably thinks I'm crazy and blah, 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 all that stuff we do, right? Uh, went back two weeks later to see the dog, and about halfway through the visit, she goes, yeah, I changed that cat's name to Princess. She's much closer. I was blown away. Blown away. Because A, I didn't think she heard me. B, I went to the wrongness of me for bringing it up. And C, she did it. Because a lot of people, it actually takes a few different conversations or they're not sure or they're just not willing to change the name, but she did it. And behavior changed. B 
the animal was much calmer with princess than she tiger lily. So if we look at the energy of those names, like tiger lily, like that has a little intensity to it that maybe that kitty was just not energetically congruent with, just not comfortable. Just, you know, I don't, I don't want to be a tiger. I bet if she just took the tiger off and went with Lily, that would have that would have sufficed. Um, but because we didn't have a longer conversation, and I didn't even know she heard me, you know, she said, "Okay, that's you know, that's softer, that's much more prissy." Um, and the cat enjoyed that. I think actually she would have preferred something else, but she'll she'll settle herself. So you know, and that was the end of it. So it was just kind of funny. She never, I think she heard me, and she did this, and we get a behavior change out of our animals, right? Um, so get back to, you know, how often do you go about naming your pet by what names you like and do even consider what they may like or what they would, what they would choose as a name? I mean, we do it all the time. I had another client in... Um, for her dog, and they were talking about the new cat that they had, and it happened to be a calico, which if you know anything about calico kitty and all those projections and expectations placed on them for being calico because they tend to be very spicy. They are, I think, 99% female, and they tend to be spicy. Every one of them I've ever met is a spicy broad. Um, and so she was telling me about this new cat, and there's with her getting, being nice to them and being nice to the other cats and blah, blah, blah. And we cleared the projections and expectations um, using the clearing statement from Access Consciousness. And she's like, okay. And then my husband named her Callie. And I don't know if you could still tell, even now when I bring it up, you can almost, as soon as we start talking about a being, the being is aware of it because they're infinite beings. And so she joined us in the radio show. Um, and if you listen to this long, it might start picking up on that, and it's really cool. And if not, no worries. It's just a muscle you're going to grow as, um, as you listen into Dr. Andy's world. And I'll try it out when it shows up, but she's definitely showed up. And even when I talk about this story now, it's almost vomit, like, oh, huh. I'm going to throw up if they call me that name energy that when I talk about it. And I go, yeah, you really, you can't name her that. She's like, well, he really wanted to name her Callie Co. <laughs> and then it, it's that, that, oh my God, the worst name ever vomit field just got worse, right? How many Calicos are named Callie or Calico? I mean, how unoriginal, how boring, don't lump me into the group of all those other cats. I mean, all of that comes up when we talk about it. And all of it came up when I was talking to her about it. I go, you got something else because that's really not going to work. I'm like, what did they call her? Because she came actually um, a rescue back in uh, Texas she came from. Called her Georgia. And the woman made a horrible face. Like that was just the worst name ever. Actually, when you say Georgia, the kitty's like, I like that name just fine. What's wrong with that? Um, Mama, because she had some kittens. She liked that just fine too. She thought that was sweet. But because the woman did that name, it wasn't going to happen. So I had an energetic conversation with the kitty. And it was a very interesting conversation because I'm not sure. I still, we don't know. I haven't gotten any more feedback or information from the 
from the gal that has her, her owner, her father, you want to call her. But she kept talking about vegetables. Sprout, Brussels sprout, that would be okay. Um, oh, pea pot. I'm like, what is this cat talking about vegetables? I may never, quote unquote, the awareness, the answer to that or the awareness to that. But I'm like, she might tolerate if you just call her. We kind of, kind of agreed on that. But she would have been so much happier if she just named her Georgia and Kalma. I mean, it, it, if you can tell, even as, like I've mentioned, telling a story, the energy is so light, so much lighter, so much bubblier, so much happier with Georgia. She named, she liked being called Mama. She liked being a Mama. Um, some don't always like doing that, but she did. Um, and so, but it was completely discounted by the person. So I think they were calling out, and that's kind of an okay thing. She could live with that. And so sometimes the name is just an okayment that everybody can be can live with. Um, but if, oh, my gosh, I couldn't even imagine what this kitty would be like if they went ahead and named her Calico. I, she might be murderous. It doesn't take much for kitties to be murderous, right? <laughs> and everything that's just brought up in everybody's world. Great and destroy all that. Times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, ambient. So always throw in a little bit of access consciousness in the clearing statement. It is our magic wand to change energy at any time that we would like to. Um, we are going to go take our You are listening to Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with myself, Dr. Andy, on Inspired True Network. We will be right back and we will continue talking animal names. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado. Check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Dr. Andy. I'm Dr. 
on Doctor's World Radio Show here on Inspired Choices Network. Um, if you've been listening in, we have been going over today's show. What is the key to naming your pet correctly? Um, the title's a little more dramatic. Um, it's more finding that name that is energetically congruent with your animal and with you and what's going to work for everybody. Instead of the age-old adage of, I like this name, I will name you this, and not into account um, the animal and the animal being um, and what maybe they would like called. Uh, we were talking about why it's a big deal, what you name, how often it comes up um, pretty much daily in my practice with clients. I, I'm shocked how often it does come up and what a big deal it is to the animals, um, not necessarily people. Um, one of my, because, you know, I tell everything in a story, right? So one of my favorite stories is my dog. Shocker there too, right? Um, I talk about Crosby all the time. He's my puddle. He's my little substandard poodle. He's only 35 pounds and he is full of it. So he showed up. I got him from a good friend and client. That's a long story and I may have told it in another show or whatever, but he came to live with me and she had named him Cadney. Um, I told her, I'm changing that. <laughs> a, I didn't like it. I actually didn't ask another question. I didn't ask what he thought about it, but uh, and it was so uh, that he didn't like it either. And I'm like, all right, dude. And I was having trouble coming up with a name. We had lists. We did the usual way, right? We started there. You know, we got to gather some information, right? And I uh, asked him, I'm like, okay, what do you want to be named? And he's like, Crosby or Cosby. And he runs off because that's how he generally communicates to me. Especially when he was little, he he was definitely spazzier. He's now three and has a little bit of brain. And I'm like, oh, those are terrible. At the time, um, all those projections and expectations, um, Bill Cosby on trial for whatever that was all about. I'm like, well, we're not doing Cosby. I may consider Crosby. And my husband's God, I hate that name. I go, I know, I don't like it either. And so we're trying other names, and I'm trying to conjole him. He's like, nope, Crosby. Nope, Crosby. I'm like. Dude, we don't like that. What about anything else? He's like, nope. And finally, like literally he lived here, I don't know, three, five days. I'm like, fine. And that was his name. He would not let it go. So I then told my friend, I'm like, we named it, we changed his name to Crosby. She goes, oh, that's funny. I go, why? He goes, that was my second choice. I'm like, that is, I'm like, where else would he have heard that? Maybe he did hear it while she was, or saw it in her head or her, but he picked up the energy of that, and that's what he liked. He loves that name. Oh, my gosh, I don't really care for it at all. But he actually answers, he's not very good at coming when period. His recall is um, less than stellar, um, mostly because what's the big deal? I'm having fun over here. And I kind of enjoy that energy, so... His hasn't really gotten anybody. Anyway, that that could be a whole other show too. But anyway, um, but when I do call Crosby, it comes more often than all the other little nicknames that he has because he is called Puddle, he's Pud Pud, um, and I like P- Puddle. He also happens to be Connie's also kind of goofy and wavy, and he's just kind of a puddle, and so that fit too. And he doesn't mind that one, but oh my God, could not get another name on him. He was like, it's Crosby. All right, so how's it get even better than that? And that's what we went with. Um, I, quote, unquote, having trouble with his recall, like he's not interested in coming to me. I can't even imagine what it would be if I gave him a name he hated. 
whole, I, I think I might get the middle paw then. So at least I've got that on my side, right? Um, and I do some training. I could work with him, but eh, not a big deal in our world. So it stays the way it is. And what's it going to take to change? Not a big deal. So that's kind of starting off from one, right? What do you want to name your puppy? What do you want to name your kitten? But what if you're rescuing or getting a dog from somewhere else or an adult dog shows up already named? What do you choose then? What do you do then? Do you always the name they've been given? Oh, they know that name. They need to keep it. Um, or do you always change it because they always had bad experiences? That's why they came to that makes me laugh because it's so incorrect. But anyway, um, you know, we want them to forget their old life, so they need a new name when they come to live with us. And if all of that, we can uncreate and destroy all of that. Times a gazillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pop, all boys, shorts, and beyonds. And what if we, what if it's different every single time an animal comes to stay with you? Um, I have uh, two dogs that they came as puppies. And they came from situations where they were given another name, and they kept it. Even enter my world that we needed to change it. Um, Love Gizmo for a very obvious reason. He was a little jack, and he had these big bat ears, just like the little gremlins called Gizmo. And he enjoys that name thoroughly. He likes to swim Mo. It was perfect. Never entered his world or mine that we needed to do anything about his name. And then the other little terrier also came as a puppy. So these were not animals that were attached or knew their name for years on end. Um, that we could have easily changed it. Molly Brown. Um, for the unsinkable Molly Brown, she did show up in a little bit more of a dramatic way. Um, and so she was named for the unsinkable Molly Brown. She's not brown at all. She's black and white. And she's little brown. Um, sometimes she's tamale brown. Sometimes you know, we always come up with all names, right? And again, never entered our mindset to change. Um, and so if you have that animal that shows up with that name and they answer to it and it, it doesn't, it's all bubbly, you don't have to change it. And then sometimes what if you do? So what if we don't have the hard and fast rules of what we do with it show up with a name? What if we check in with the animals, check in with us, see when to work? Um, I have a... a I have a story, right? Uh, I have a really good client, and she, it wasn't a traditional rescue situation like this reality. Um, she actually got a dog that was done, the breeder was done with her. She was four or five, and her name was me. Um, um, she showed up with that name, and so my kept that name. No big deal, right? And I actually didn't know how to broach the subject, so it was probably, and it took this dog a little longer to realize she was staying and get cool and just kind of chill out. And so probably six, nine months later, I'm like, is there another name here that we could call her? And the energy she gave me was is there was another name in her papered name. And so, and I don't remember the whole big long name. You know how breeders have this whole big long name plus the kennel on it. It's very fancy. and. Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, if she read off the name, it was a part of it that was Grace. I'm like, oh, you need to change your name to Grace. She'd much rather be called Grace. And she looks at me, she goes, all right, but 
everybody in my apartment complex knows her as Melanie. All my family, like, it, it, it was weird for her to change a name after she's had a dog for how many months? Or it may have been longer at this point. I don't remember the timeline, but it was a long time. Like, it wasn't like she showed up in a week later's name, you know. That's not a big deal when you get a dog from the kennel. Oh, geez, a shelter. There we go. Or whatever, and you change the name, not a big deal. But she's like, tell everybody I changed this dog's name. I go, just a suggestion. And so she went and saw another practitioner here in the Denver area. And he tells her the same thing. So he's like, you need to change your name. And so she comes back to me. She's like, oh, my God. Both of you are telling me this. And we're not. We're getting the information from the dog, right? Um, and she's like, okay, I'm going to have to do this. I'm like, yeah. It went so smoothly. Like, she's like, nobody, like, even really batted an eye. Like, I just said we're changing it to this. And they went, okay. And don't, the dog didn't have anything to do with making that transition easy for everybody, too. And now I hardly, I had to take a minute and really think of what her name was because she's such a grace, right? And everybody, that's just grace. And so to even think she had another name is, it's it's almost incomprehensible. So it's that one, that's a really cool story. And what you can do, even if you, you're now looking at your dog, maybe that's staring at you while you're listening to this going, huh. Maybe that's why she always answers when I call her this nickname, not her actual name. I don't know what your situation is, right? Um, and do they do? They have this nickname that they much prefer to their real name. And what if you just use that a lot more? That's also something that they energetically tell me all the time. Is there's this other name that they really like to call me? They're very clear. Otherwise, I have to ask mom. I'm like, okay, what are what names do you uh, what other names do you call them? And throw them, and I'm like, that one. Use that one. They like that one better than even their name. So that's kind of an easy middle ground that everybody can like jump into without a big ordeal of changing a name from like me to Grace. You just use the nickname. Like, most people actually don't know Puddle has another name. They think his name is Puddle because that's what I use most of the time because I like that better. He doesn't, he, he likes it. He doesn't mind it. So a lot of them don't even know he has it. Or they're like, what, what, what's his real name? And I have to tell him because um, he likes the name so no one else really remembers it, right? So, so something to play with, something to look at, and to have a, you know, an energetic conversation with your animal about. If it's popping in your world. If you're like, yeah, 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 Dr. Andy, whatever, then it, it's not what's going, it's not what's popular in your animals right now. But file it away. You never know when it might come back and um, need some of this information. So how cool is that? It is time for another break. When we return we'll up with um, pet names and the key to doing it correctly or being or being with it correctly, whatever, an animal name, here on Dr. Andy's World Radio Show on Inspired Network. We will be right back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado. Check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. 
Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? beingyouclass.com. This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S., 815-880-8255, Canada, 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Hello. Welcome back. You are listening to Dr. Andy's World with myself, Dr. Andy Fired Choices Network. And I am here every Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific. And if you missed that, it is all over the Internet. You can, um, what is, what do I want? Google, you can Google Dr. Andy's World um, and iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Um, you can catch me any time or day that works for you. Um, I'm an excellent backseat driver. Never make a comment if you want to listen in the car. Um, and you can always get a hold of me uh, at uh, accessdrandy at gmail.com. I do have a website, accessdrandy.com. Um, we are working on put together... Hmm, Somewhat of a membership for Dr. Andy's World listeners. We'll get reminder emails, extras, bonuses, um, clearings, um, all of that. Um, so it's in progress. So stay tuned for how that goes. It always depends on how fast I can learn the new technology out there. Huh? How cool is that? So today we are going over what key to naming your pet correctly. We've gone over why is it a big deal. Um, what and how and who to be with it. Um, if you have a rescue that comes in um, with a name they've had for years or a name they haven't had. And what if you are congruent with what the animal likes and what you like? Actually, what if it doesn't matter if you like the name? I have one of those. And I went over the story with Crosby. I don't like his name, but he was not for another name. Let me tell you. Um, and how dictate behavior. Um, and I'm going to go over the one name. My interesting point of view, you should never, never name a small animal. Um, but all words have energy. All world, words have consciousness, right? And even, I think it's kind of obvious, 
but I'll say it anyway. Horses named Diablo. Yeah. What are you going to get when you name a being Diablo? I mean, they live all things, right? Um, I have a gal who named her German Shepherd Storm. It's Storm since day one. She was aware of this. Everyone liked the name. Okay. But what if we're aware of what we're doing? Um, of the, okay, the name, don't, okay, just my interesting point of view. You have an animal named this. Don't, you know, don't take offense, but you should ever name a being Loki. It is the Debbie Godstress, Miss Jeff, Miss Jeff. And I've never met a Loki. They are always up to no good. And if you're willing to live with a being that's always up to no good, be my guest. But that that is like the one name. Even if people are filiform and they tell me their dog or their you know their cat or whatever that's their name, I'm like, oh god. And all of those projections and expectations I have that I just placed on them, and can we unveil those? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, puck, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. It's uh, and yeah, I I can't. It probably that much that name. I you know maybe. In another lifetime, I had an old name that, or my name was that. I don't know what it is, but the energy of me and Loki does not all together. Um, but that's my one name. No one ever should name their animals. Now, I have um, a client bring in her German Shepherd and her little beagle. And the little beagle has to come in because he's kind of attached to the German Shepherd, and he's not the most confident guy. So it's a cute little beagle, 28 pounds, cute little beagle. And his name is Thor hysterical, right? But that little beagle, who happens to be a little more on the timid side, a little more on the shy side, he needs a name like that to maybe grow into. He he was named, I think she said Bodie. And, you know, can you tell how that falls flat? Like, I don't really like that name. It didn't really mean anything. He didn't particularly care for it. She didn't like it, so she named it to Thor. And now he's kind of you can even tell that at my office for a second time, and he hops right up on the table. He still doesn't really want me to pet him, but me in the eye, and he'll take cookies, and we're just going slow. But you can almost tell he's like, oh, yeah, I really like that name. It's, 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 I'm growing to it. He's like, I'm working on it. And so if you have that animal that has maybe that name that maybe they need it, maybe they need to, something to grow into. Or if you have a dog that's new to you and you're, he's a little timid for that first week and you wait on a name and you try to he needs something or she needs something to grow into. And then you always, you also find these little minpins named Zeus, which mostly just gives them a big head. Um, so it's not, it's not always the same in every case. So you need to ask some questions, right? What is the one key to correctly naming your pet? The same key I'm always talking about. You've got to a question. Ask the animal, do you like this name? What name would you It's a great question, especially if they have a name. What name would you like? And it may not be instant, instantaneous. I would like James. James. It may be an awareness you get it her. And what if there's no rush to it? But what if you started asking questions? <laughs> That's it. How I know sometimes it's just so easy to never think about it. 
we just think we should, you know, run right over the animal and do whatever the hell we want. Everything that is is a gazillion can we create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, old, nine, boy, short, and beyond. The little beagle, Thor the beagle, comes in with his big German shepherd sister named, and I did not know what Akira meant, um, but you can know this energy is Akira, it's like, oh, right, it's powerful, it's it's a big name, I don't, you know, and so I looked it up, and it, what I, I did a really quick search, so if you have information, go with that, but um it's Japanese for the light coming from the sun. It's bright, intelligent. It's wisdom. And she is, all, you know, she is bright. She is a light. She is a lot. And so um, mom calls her Kiki. She's like in a lot of my friends, Kiki. And just from Akira to Kiki, she kept the name Akira. She came, but that Kiki kind of takes it down a level, kind of modulates the whole big name for a very big personality. Um, and in Kiki in Korean means laughter. Um, and so that kind of tempers her, tempers the big name. So you can play with the You can look up look up your pet's name. See what they mean. I didn't actually look up Gizmo or, or like you're, when you're naming your kids, right? You can, those baby name books. It's a great place to go. It's pet name books now, right? Um that then you can look up what these names mean. What energy are they going to carry? Um, what create for your animal or with your animal? You know, and you can look up the ones you like and see if they like them too. I'm not saying throw out, you know, the baby with the bathwater. But what if we took that next step and took into account and acknowledged what the bee would like to be called that's sitting in front of you, you know, as an eight-week-old door being all cute and cuddly, right? So how cool would that be? A um, couple other tips and stuff you can play with. I, If the animal doesn't outright tell me um, I don't like my name or however they energetically um, get that across to me, um, if I cannot remember the dog's name, it's not energetic. It doesn't match. It, it, it just does not match. And I currently have, I actually remember mom's name and not the dog's name most times. And that's weird. I really don't remember people's names, but I'll remember your dog's name. And I, the vast majority of us are built like that because, well, generally we like the animals better anyway. So not really a big aha surprise moment, right? But I mean, the dog's been coming in weekly for weeks now, and every time she comes in, I'm like, what the hell is this dog's name? <laughs> I can see her. She's a bisphenix. She's really a tough cookie. She's a bit dramatic, as most hounds are. Why? And then, um, and because I'm cute and not bright, it took me like till the third visit. Her name, her name is Madison, and it's just way too regular for her. And so she doesn't care, but it's also not anything that I've been able to necessarily approach with mom and dad. It hasn't really come up. Um, they're still really stuck with, you know, what's finding out with what's wrong with their dog, and we're still really focused over there. And it doesn't that um, as I work with her that we can energetically change things, have a conversation. And there just may be, like we discussed already, a nickname that like that would just be more congruent and work better for her. Um, but they much 
have always just called her Madison. I mean, there's lots of times when people come in and I don't know what the dog's name. They've called it eight different things since they walked in the door, right? Because <laughs> they have all these nicknames. I mean, we all have that going on with our animals. Um, and, and, you know, right? There's nothing wrong with anything, but there's nothing wrong with that. But this one's always, it's always very proper. It's just a very interesting energy, and I wonder how that will develop over time because all the body work and energy work, the conversations and the clearings I do with the animals, generally without mom and dad being aware, seems to change a lot more than just they usually come in for limping, generally speaking, or pain. usually changes a crop ton more than just that. So it will be interesting to see where that journey goes. Um, but yeah, if there's ever that animal you can't remember the animal's name, it's, that name's not congruent with that animal. And maybe they just they don't really have the know-it-all, or or maybe they're trying to tell you in a way you're not that they don't like that name, or maybe they don't care that they don't like their name. I mean, don't care. My Doberman, we named him Riggs. There's been that, I don't know. I think I could have called him you know, rock, and he would have been like, all right. I mean, there are just those animals, and who cares, right? There's those people that, eh, don't have a thought in the world about it, don't have, you know, they just don't care about it. It's just it's just the name to them, and then some have a lot of attachment and a lot of caring about what that name is, like my, like my poodle. What if nothing's wrong? Follow the energy. Ask a question and see what will work everybody, being congru- energetically congruent with your animal. What would it take? Um, oh, I know what it'll take. It'll take one more break today. We have an, our final break today. And when we return, we'll wrap it all up. We'll take a sneak peek at next next week's show um, here on Dr. Andy's World Radio Show. We'll be right back. Did you know Dr. Andy travels the world facilitating classes, empowering others, and talking to the animals? From Chicago to New York City to California to Texas, Europe, and Australia, while spending a good amount of time at home in Golden, Colorado. Check Dr. Andy's schedule at accessdrandy.com. If you would like Dr. Andy to come to your area for animal sessions or classes, contact her for the possibilities at accessdrandy at gmail.com. Thank you for making Dr. Andy's World a part of your life every Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com 
This is Dr. Andy's World Radio Show with animal facilitator Dr. Andy. To participate in the program, call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to accessdrandy at gmail.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back. You are listening to Dr. Andy's World with myself, Dr. Andy, on Choices Network. Thank you so much for joining me today. We have been going, is the key to naming your pet correctly? Um, We started with why is it a big deal what you name your pet? Um, And I always go through stories. This is the conversation that comes up almost daily in my practice for the last 15 years. And so many cool things have shifted and changed for the animals and the people that we've had this conversation with. It, it's a big deal to the animal. So ask, do you like your name? Would you like? Those are the two big questions. If they come with a name and you're working with your animal communication muscle. And so that next, if they come with a name, the great person is, would, would you like a different name? What's light? Yes or no? No. Okay, cool. We'll stick with that name. And so all those expectations, separation, judgments, and rejections is placed on the animal about where they came from and how they got that name and what that name could mean to them. And create and destroy all those times a gazillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boy, shorts, and beyond. And what if you didn't have a hard and fast rule if an animal kept the name they came with or changed or you always hit? What if it's different for every animal? And then we went to could affect and dictate behavior. And my one name, hands down, don't like it, not sure where, when, how, what came from, but Loki, I don't think a small animal should be named Loki. Um, <laughs> by a point of view, take it for what it's worth, do it, works for you. Um, and then animals will live up to the energy in a name. They will live up to it. Is the demigod of mischief. You like living with a being that is always up to something, name them Loki. If you want to handle a horse with the name Diablo, be my guest. I generally am not going to choose that. Um, but I'm also always going to ask a question. And what is key to correctly naming your pet? Ask a question. Play with your tools of animal communication. Ashton, what's heavy, what's light? Follow the energy. And what's easier than you can ever imagine? Um, so that's that's today's show. That's what I've got on what is the key to naming your pet correctly. Now go out, have fun with your animals. <laughs> if all of this is blah, doesn't, you know, nope, nothing pop, nothing hit. You're cool. Your animals like your names. They like the nicknames. Everything is energetically congruent. What if there doesn't have to be a problem? And file this away. You never know you might need it again. Or if a friend is having trouble with an animal and or you walk into somebody else's house and this animal's like, Oh my god, can you help me? I hate him. You never know where it could show up. And like I talked at the beginning of the show. I want this information out in the world. So spread it around. So thank you so much for listening. Um, I am here on Inspired Choices Network at Doc's World Radio Show every Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. 
Um, and next week, we are going to be talking dog breed tips and tools every owner needs to know. Um, yeah, this is owners that are looking for a household harmony and when they're getting or adding a dog to the pack. Did you know what you were getting when you picked out that puppy at the shelter? Did you know what you were getting when you got that purebred dog um, from a breeder, from the pet store? Forbid, and everything that just brought up in everybody's world is about buying from a pet store and how it's wrong, or terrible. Can we uncreate and destroy it all? Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, all nine, boys, shorts, ambience. Because I am here to tell you it still happens. And it's going to happen until they stop putting cute, cute puppies in pet stores. And yes, the vast majority of the time, those stinking cute puppies that still need a home do come from puppy mills. And that's a whole other show in itself. So everything that just brought up in everybody's world, we're going to create and destroy it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, boys, shorts, ambience. Um, we're going to discover the secrets to choosing a breed for you. Back to that energetically congruent with what's going to work everybody in the household. Not what's right, not what's wrong, but what's going to work. We're going to discuss the general characteristics of each dog group and how they function in the household. Um, we're going to go over my five most important tips using a breed that will work for you. Um, I probably have more than five, but I have at least five. I know I kind of like to talk a lot, so you know, probably more than five. Um, and so, it shows for for you if you're serious about wanting household harmony um, without the disappointing to return a dog or losing money on destroyed items and training. Um, and not necessarily getting training is always losing money. I mean, it's required on occasion. But if we ask, oh, damn it, Dr. Andy, again, we have to ask more questions. If we asked questions before the dog shows up, what could that um, prevent you from having to do extra work on the back end? I mean, how many of us brought home the stinkiness, cutest, little puppy because you walked well, hell, I went for a massage one time and came home with me. Literally, there's a whole story I'll probably have to tell you next week. How many times has that happened, right? And then you bring this thing home and now we have to, hmm, lack of a better term, fix some. Or, yeah, this really isn't going to work. We need to find you a different home where it's going to work better. And that's not easy. That's not fun. But what if it's required? Again. What if nothing's wrong? What if nothing's right? What if we can get a sit-in to work for everybody involved? So I'm hoping to give some information on the forefront that you can utilize next time when you're adding more critters to your pet. I want to thank you all again for listening to Dr. Andy's world the show here on Inspired Choices Network with myself, Dr. Andy Harper. I'm here every Friday afternoon at 5 p.m. East time. And until next week, how much fun can you have with your animals? Thank you for choosing to listen to Dr. Andy's world. Dr. Andy will return next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Mountain, and 2 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. 
We hope you'll join us. Until next time, how different are you willing to be with your animals, the planet, and your world?